Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from February the 29th, 1992. It is a leap year show. Uh, This might be the quickest show in the history of BTT. More on that later. And if it isn't the quickest show, then so be it. But if you're listening on YouTube, please hit subscribe if you are watching on YouTube and hit the like button on the video as well. Before I throw it to Mike Crockett, who is here and on time, actually early, big time shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, good old Justin. Thank you for the generous support on Patreon each and every month. And a couple of um, new patrons, Brad G and Ryko, along with Aaron S, who's not a new patron, but he bumped up to the Hall of Fame tier. So I need to give Aaron uh, some praise. Aaron, those uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats in the CFL ain't doing too good this year, though. Uh, I fear your pain on that one. Uh, not that I'm in pain or anything. Crockett, let me throw it to you. How are you? I hope you got that top five ready because, like I said, this may be the quickest show in BTT history. Yeah, we better get right to it because, I mean, not only that, we uh, I saw something on Facebook. and We don't want to ramble here or anything. So You saw something on Facebook. I want to hear this. <laughs> You you posted about it. Someone someone said that uh, you guys you guys ramble too much on the podcast. Oh, and you want, oh the, it, it, the, <laughs> the episodes would be only forty five minutes if you didn't ramble about yes. random shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was on uh, the week before last episode. That was on the February fifteenth when somebody commented on the YouTube channel that there was I don't know too much fluff or you guys need to get to it. And I'm like, rambling was the word they used. I'm like. Rambling. Uh, I'm sorry, buddy. Um, my apologies. We just like to have fun around here. So sometimes we don't get into the show right away. And we probably do ramble a little bit. But hey, that's where the magic happens with Hopper and Bigfoot rants and his other rants that he always <laughs> has on this show. Might not be the podcast for you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, this might, the, look, if you want, here's the thing, and I don't say this in an insulting manner because I actually listen to these guys, but if you want X's and O's of professional wrestling with not too many jokes and things like that, your go-to podcast needs to be uh, Pollock and Waiting um, from Post, post Wrestling. Post, yeah. post Wrestling. Yeah. They are... I don't say this lightly when it comes to covering modern, like current wrestling, 
they they're the dudes they're the people to listen to like they are great they're professional we're unprofessional i mean it's in the title of the show mm-hmm. it, they are they are spectacular and i don't listen to them i don't listen to all their shows because there's no way i'm gonna listen to you know a raw recap and a smackdown but like when they do their pay-per-view reviews of the modern stuff i'll i'll tune into some of them depending on if i really really did like you know watch it and liked it i'll listen to them um so yeah they're they're the they're the guys they cover wrestling better than anybody else i'm I'm not trying to throw shade at those other people um you know who i'm talking about but pollock and waiting are they're the dudes tune into them i was, gonna, I was gonna mention if you want like brass tacks and like getting into nitty-gritty like between the sheets but that if you look for brevity that's not the podcast for you either <laughs> um no i mean like Chris and Bix are like God. They they know their stuff. They they know their stuff. Like and they get into like the nitty gritty of it. Um. So if you're looking like, it, but it, I guess to some people, I don't know. Like I listen every now and then, but to some people, I don't know if you want to go that. It's all on how deep you want to go into these topics. Like if you really want to, like you know, not just scratch the surface, but like just basically do surgery they do surgery on all their topics um yeah. from a classic perspective but uh pollock and waiting on the modern stuff man you can't it doesn't get better than those dudes they're just great man uh, and i like them they, they seem to be good dudes too um generally friendly on social media you know not not they're not assholes like crockett can be on the wpan social media and stuff well, like that <laughs> you ever did you ever listen to them back in the day I I think I've checked them out once or twice. Like I see like something live would pop, like a live post show, and I'd click on it. But I'm not a regular listener, no. Yeah, and like I said, I don't listen to all their shows, but they do they do good stuff. I mean, after them, Wade Keller because he's he's good as well. Um, and those are the only two I'd listen to if I was listening to modern stuff on a regular basis. I just think they're professional, unlike me and you, Crockett and Doc and Harper. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I mean, enough with the modern stuff. Let's talk about classic. We need to get right to it because we want this to be the shortest show in history, and this guy would really <laughs> enjoy it. I think if we if we yeah. let's cater to this one person on Facebook and do a show <laughs> with no fluff. Uh, did you bring your top five this week? You've been promising it now for one month, Crockett. Uh, top five. You you got it. You ready? What are we doing? What? Yeah, what, let's do it. I got my five? top five right here. Okay. What is it? What's top five? What, what what's the topic? Top five, five. You just broke up. Top five, what? Oh, hello? Yeah, you broke up. Oh, that was very convenient then. I said the top five Z-Man matches. Oh, God. <laughs> did I really break up? You just didn't want to you hear did. that. No, you really broke up. <laughs> you broke up. It went robotic for a second. I was like, what What did he just say? Are you serious? This is what you bring to me after a month of telling me, yeah, I can't wait to do the top fives. Z-Man matches? No, yeah, this knows I can't find top five. <laughs> I can't find five Z-Man matches worth a damn. <laughs> I can't find five Z-Man matches. I can find five that put me to sleep. That's really easy. Just look at whatever the last five of them were that we've watched here. Yeah. But no, they're yeah. more top five Z-Man. No, no. Mm-mm. I can. Uh, you know what my number one is? Uh, when Vader beat the piss out of him at the uh, what pay per view was that? He he did a job for Vader on either a pay per view or Clash in ninety one or was it? Yeah, he did a job for Vader 
and Vader just beat the piss out of him. It was over in like a minute and a half. I don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> if it was it Great American Bash. God, now I'm gonna have to find this and, and look it up. I can't remember, but it was when Vader it wasn't in like full time. He just come in yeah. and do his thing, and it had to be '91. Yeah, it had to it's be like July 20th. Looks like Great American, probably Great American Bash, which is July. Right? Yeah. Okay. So it was right. J- July 20th, Great American Bash. Yeah. Vader. Um, he beat him. Re- he beat him quickly. It felt like it was less than two minutes. Which again, uh, top, my favorite thing he's ever five. done. My, <laughs> my favorite thing he's ever done is I forget was was it Danny Spivey or was it um somebody where some some tall guy where he um leapt up to the top rope with his back to the ring to do it to tur- to do like you know the half turn like Kevin Von Erich cross body yeah yes. and the guy wasn't even close that's like a, a meme you see sometimes I forget who was I think it was was it Spivey no. It was um. Oh Me my Mark? god, who was it? I know exactly what you're talking about, and I can't. I, I love I love when this happens on the show because all the listeners right now are screaming, "You stupid yeah. son of a bitch!" How do you not remember? <laughs> it's a Brian Lee. It looks like. Yeah, I think so. Yes, Brian Lee. That's right. I think it, yeah, Brian Lee from Clash of the Champions. <laughs> it seems like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He just—he's <laughs> like, like he doesn't never, never looks back. He's like completely in the wrong part. The guy like doesn't even run behind. Him. He's just like on the opposite end of the ring. He's <laughs> just, just like, oh shit! It's the most foolish looking. He like no one could look more foolish in the ring than Z-Man at that moment. Right. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> oh man! Oh goodness gracious! Well, that's top uh, five. Crockett. That is definitely in the top five Z-Man. So we got two. We got when Vader beat the <laughs> piss out of him and when when he <laughs> hits that Kevin Von Erich reverse uh, crossbody from the second rope and just pancakes in the middle of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Realizes. Can, can you imagine? Like, I can imagine doing that move and thinking, all right, yeah, here we go. Timing's great. And then he's he's already left. Like, you know, he's already jumped. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, that's got to go in slow motion where you're just like, all right, nobody's here to catch me. <laughs> maybe maybe Harper will have one. Maybe we can round out this top five by the time we're done here. Yeah, yeah. Whenever he's uh, joining, he's supposed to be joining us, everybody. Um, and like we said, this is probably going to be. Uh, tell you what, I'm going to get the uh, I'm going to get the video version going just uh, because these folks ain't going to have much to watch on the video version this week. But this is probably going to be the, the the quickest show ever because as soon not only was this show nothing but a recap show and more on that in a second but we've got a pay-per-view that we're doing tonight as well which the only way you can get that is by going to tinyurl.com slash patreon btt crocodile and hopper who's supposed to join us are going to be covering super brawl 2 that's right super brawl 2 uh with sting and lex luger going at it for the world title and that'll be airing a day after this. So again, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. You can only get that on the Patreon feed. So please consider joining and becoming a patron. And you'll get over 400 plus Patreon exclusive shows, including the video versions of all these shows that we do on here. Plus, you get the ECW show with Mike Pru and JV. The NWA Power Show with Sparks and the Little Fella Half. Along with the World Class Shows with myself and... 
and uh, Lance Peterson, the SMU heavyweight, plus all the dark side of the ring reviews that we've been doing this year and season, along with all the uh, Tales from the Territories episodes. Trust me, there's plenty available, 400-plus exclusive shows, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. All right, Crockett, anything you want to talk about before we get into this rather short replay-filled version of WCW Saturday Night on TBS from February the 29th of 1992? Yeah, one more thing. Did you hear about the big reunion that's very relevant to um, booking the territory in WCW 1992? Please tell me, because uh, I feel like you're setting me up for something, and uh, I have no clue what you mean. Well, this past week, um, I mean, you know, it's two weeks ago by the time people are hearing this, but the gathering, the big uh, fan convention, was in Charlotte, North Carolina, and they had oh, a, yes. a wrestling card attached to it. And the big reunion, the main event, the York Foundation. Yeah. Do you hear about this? Um, so I didn't know. Was it the main event? I didn't yes. know it was the main event. It was the main event. Okay. I saw the pictures. The, it was originally supposed to be the rock and rolls versus the headbangers. But I guess they okay. said Robert Gibson had hip surgery. Okay. I, I saw some pictures. Now tell the people what you're talking about. So, yeah, the, the gathering is a big fan convention, like one of the biggest and best fan conventions in Charlotte every year. Uh, and they had a wrestling card attached. I guess they ca- think they called it the Rumble in the Hilton. And the main event was supposed to be the Rock and Roll Express versus the Headbangers. Uh, and Robert Gibson apparently had hip surgery. So um, they both came out. But then Ricky Morton says, you know, I've I've you know been part of this legendary tag team, but that's not the only uh, group I've been a part of. And he brings out your pal, Tommy Rich, or Thomas Rich, I should say. <laughs> and uh, with Terry Runnels, who, of course, Alexander York and Mr. Hughes, who uh, apparently was he attached to the York Foundation at some point later on, I guess. Maybe? No, no. At the very beginning. Oh, OK. Very, very, very beginning. Uh, Mr. Hughes was tied to the York Foundation in a very unfortunate choice of words, which nobody better than I had back then. But when they they never broke up. Mr. Hughes, and I quote Terry Reynolds saying a deal was brokered and Mr. Hughes was sold to um, Harley Race and company. Oof. Yeah, oof is right. So Even the, even the WWF <laughs> didn't have the uh, nerve to do that. They, they did it with uh, Hercules, a white guy. <laughs> yeah, so to, to answer your questions, it, absolutely. He was, he was a part of the York Foundation in the not the very early beginnings because Rotunda, I forget at what point he joined, but um, he was he was a part of the York Foundation early on. And I, I, not my words, theirs. He was sold. Um, they made a deal where they sold his services. Again, it's a terrible choice of words. Mm-hmm. It's not funny, but I'm like, I never forget when we were watching that episode. We were like, holy shit, what did she say? So, yeah, um, Mr. Hughes was an original member, uh, technically an original member of the York Foundation. Not original, because it was like York and um, uh, Rotunda, but yeah, I mean, he joins not not far after. So, yeah, it was uh, Thomas Rich and Richard Morton um, reunited against the Headbangers, and I guess they, they even went over. So that was the main event of the show at the gathering. Boy. I'm gonna have to ask the little fella half pint how, how great of a match that was because he was there. Oh yeah, half pint was there. 
Josh Josh Fields was there, another BTT Hall of Famer. Uh, Half Pint. Who else was there? There were, I think there were a couple of uh, BTT listeners there because uh, they had messaged me, a couple emailed me and whatnot. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder how good of a match that was. No, nobody said anything about the match. I just saw pictures of it. <laughs> so what does that yeah. tell you? <laughs> yeah, me too. And I heard, I heard so I was back a... together again. <laughs> yeah, I heard I was. He's drowning. He's got like this phlegm in the back of his throat where he's like, <laughs> like, oh my goodness, the entire time I was just like, swallow, do something. <laughs> it sounded awful. Co- I guess cocaine has a lasting effect on the throat too. Oh man! And also, uh, I mean, not really related to this era, but Les Thatcher's on the show as well. I, I guess, like being a podcast editor, you hear these things and they can't get out of your head. Les Thatcher has this whistle when he says "s's" and it's like, <laughs> and the entire time I was just like, "Oh, my ears!" But anyway, yeah, that's that because you're my a little t- podcast editor. Yeah. Yeah, that's my little take on the art of wrestling. That's that was a decent podcast. Your your buddy Conrad is on too. Oh no, I used to I used to enjoy Colt show. He, uh, I mean, Colt brought us one of the greatest podcasts in history. And I'm not talking <laughs> about CM Punk or others, but it was the Buddy Landell episode, yep. which I believe is still on YouTube. You can listen to it there. Buddy Landell and Colt Colt Cabana is tremendous. Uh, I used to I used to like. I mean, the thing was Colt didn't really know like a lot of history. Whenever he would have the old guys on, I mean, some things he did, but like you know, territory guys, he kind of didn't really know a lot about their history. I mean, like he knew who they were, knew maybe some of the places where they went to, but he didn't get into the nitty gritty of it. But I thoroughly enjoyed. There were times he had a uh, plenty of guys on, and I enjoyed listening to. It, and Buddy Landell was one of them. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a trip down memory lane, man. Colt had plenty of episodes for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's uh, – I don't know if they're not doing it very often anymore, but it's always nice when it pops up. Yeah, yeah, sure is. All right, well, on to the meat of this show. So this show opens up, again, February 29th, 1992. Jesse Ventura and Jim Ross are in the studio and they kind of just break down and give you some information of what we're going to see in this entire episode. So I went ahead and watched this. It's only 43 minutes without commercials, but here's just some notes that I have from the history of WWE.com. So Jim Ross and Jesse are on commentary. They're in the studio. Here's the it's rundown like the control of the show. room, right? It's like more, sorry, more, less than studio, more like the control room. It's got the TVs behind them and stuff, the monitors. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, Hopper is on. Let's uh, let's conference him in. I apologize for the unprofessionalism here, but you know it's kind of how we do things around the this territory. Uh, so let's uh, let's bring him in, and then I'll finish saying what I was saying. But I got a feeling Harper's going to want to talk about something that happened on the news this week. Uh-oh. Uh oh. As Harper, we're waiting for for Harper to join. There he is. What's up, man? I, we had just started doing the review portion hey. of this week's show. What's up? Jesus. Why? What y'all been doing? We're, we're we're about to get into the review portion, and just so you know, this episode is like is like nothing but recap. So we're gonna wrap this up rather quickly, and then we're gonna get to the pay per view. Oh my god! Yeah, that you watched, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah, you What's the problem? The recap. Oh, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> recap. So. so Let's get into this. That way we can get this done and get to the pay-per-view. Uh, so these are, the, these, are the, <laughs> these are the notes 
from the history of WWE.com. So Crockett, give me like two minutes. I'm going to recap all this. Then we'll get to the one match that was new in this episode. So Jim Ross and Jesse are on commentary in the control room, as Crockett corrected me. There's a video package recapping Lex Luger winning the WCW world title at the 91 Great American Bash. There's a video package of Sting winning the title at the 1990 Bash. Um... There's a video package of the two of them uh, teaming up, uh, going up against Rick and Scott Steiner for the WCW Tag Team titles. That was Super Brawl 1. As they are showing all this to build up Sting and Luger's match at Super Brawl 2, which in real time was taking place later that night on February 29th of 1992. Um that's the short and the sweet of it. Now, there are a few other video packages in there as well because they're going to now also build up the matches for the pay-per-view. So they show some stuff from the Steiners and Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton because that's going to take place at Super Brawl. Um, we got a clip of the of the Steiners dominating the Road Warriors and Nasty Boys. I thought that was interesting. Two teams that aren't there. We've talked about that. They show a video package of Ricky Steamboat and the U.S. champion uh, Rick Rude, which, again, is taking place at Super Brawl. Uh, more video packages of Barry Windham, Dustin Rhodes, uh, since they are taking on Steve Austin and Larry Zabisco at Super Brawl. And then um, more buildup for Pillman versus Liger and all that good stuff. That is the first 31 or two minutes of the show. So that only left like 11 minutes for one match, Crockett. Did that sound about right? Is that a good recap of it? Oh, yeah. Um, there's a lot of hyperbole uh, in this. Like, I think they're they're trying to position Super Brawl as their WrestleMania now, right? Are they really? See, see it's, it seems it, like it. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's what's happening because their WrestleMania was always Starcade. Right. But, but Starcade has been so... What they yeah, did make a Super Brawl Super Nintendo game. So maybe that was, you know, they were trying to build that up as their top pay-per-view. I don't know, man. I mean, they literally, literally, Jim Ross said this is going to be the biggest wrestling event in history. That's yeah, right. Yeah, well, he says that for pay-per-view. I mean, he says that sometimes for classes, for too. <laughs> I don't, I mean, he says that for a lot of pay-per-views, though. At least they're in a real studio, and not when they used to have Gordon Sully with the the CGI shit like in the background. Gordon who? He called them Sully. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. Uh, um, look at yeah, that I don't graphic. know. Yeah, yeah. That was like a graphic. fucking uh, uh, an old like uh, bubble yum commercial. Oh, it is 1992. Yeah. It is 1992. Uh, they still have Bubble Yum. Oh, yeah. Trust I, I've me. I've seen that out in the wild. <laughs> yeah, Harper, Harper buys it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, you know, yeah I go to Walmart, and dude, they got the, a fucking 10-pack. It's still like $1.25. <laughs> but it's the original, though. It's just a regular one. And oh, yeah. Dude, it, it, it's so crazy. It's to this day, they still got that, that like punk rock duck as the logo <laughs> from like 20 something years ago. Did you check the best best on date? Yeah, it might come be on. from back then. You think they get updated? I mean, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> Probably the best 
with that fucking watermelon. I think it was Hubba Bubba or, or oh yeah yeah or a Bubblicious, bro. Yeah, I think it was Bubblicious. Mm, bro, you could just smell it. Yeah. Mmm, corn syrup. <laughs> nice and fruity. yeah, it was like the green on the outside and the red in yeah. the middle. It was like a little oh, yeah. little cube. Yeah, that's good shit, man. Hey Crockett, this is this is what the person on YouTube today was talking about when they were saying <laughs> too much. <laughs> what, oh, what fuck you, <laughs> we're rambling. They get, yeah, they get ran the fuck off. <laughs> so, well, in this match here, we're at the forty-three ten mark, and we see Ric Flair is, you know, doing what he does, where he's, you know, he's he's a car right away, and here comes Sting, misses up with the big knee. That's what you want to fucking hear. <laughs> Losing a listener here. <laughs> Popper's just cursing listeners out. <laughs> uh, don't worry. You were well defended in the Facebook group, Popper. That's right. <laughs> you were well defended. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on all these recaps before we cover the only match that was original to this episode, Crockett? Uh, I mean, continue with the hyperbole. They They say at one point that Steiner, the Steiners are the, the most famous tag team in WCW history. I guess maybe they're yeah. talking about since they became WCW like last year or the year before. No, I think it's just yeah, it's, it's like just this, the, they they it's what they do. I mean, they got to make it you know seem like they got the best of all time here. I mean, it is what it is, but it's kind of crazy when you think about you know they've had the Road Warriors there. It, but it's it's what wrestling organizations do. But there is plenty of hyperbole. But you know, I'm telling you, man, when you listen to Jim Ross sell these pay per views, it's all it, he's always got plenty of hyperbole, always. And I'm not complaining. It's it's you know he's he's selling the event, so he's doing what he's got to do. Yeah, I mean, it's what Shivani made famous late in the Nitro era. But yeah, Ross is doing it back here in '92. Yeah, Ross is he's he's definitely laying it on thick. Okay. Uh, what other thoughts, Crockett, before we get to this, uh, Matt? The only, uh, uh, you know, new footage on this show. I think we can get to it. So, the last thing we have on this show is an actual match that was taped on February 17th of 1992. It is between WCWS Tag Team Champions Ron Simmons and Big Josh, who have not had these titles for very long at all, uh, versus Terrence Taylor and Greg the Hammer Valentine. Oh, I'm sorry, Greg Valentine, even though he's got mm. the hammer everywhere else yeah uh, this was taped this was uh this was taped again on february 17th of 92 in rock hill south carolina so you said you had some time stamps from this one uh let me uh, know what you got from this one crockett as we see these two teams one of them who has not had the belt for long uh we've actually seen them only one, for one week with the belts and that was last week any thoughts from this well Champions first of all they, they didn't Champions. come up with the belts right I don't think they had them when they came down the aisle. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it, is it a thing where they tape they tape this not even knowing that they'd be the champions? Is that possibly what it could be? So they won the belts. You know when this January, is from? This is from February seventeenth of ninety two. They won the belts in January though. Because they won them right after the Young Pistols won them. They won them from the Pistols. Um, right, and they didn't show it. Yeah, you talked about that. Yeah, the, yeah, we talked about it last week. Month. 
Yeah, that's that's a good cat. I wasn't even paying attention, but you're right. But as you hear Jr. on commentary, he keeps saying, "Yeah, it's for the belts, for the belts." So I don't know what, dude. If you try to track the lineage of these U.S. tag titles, it's uh, it's a pain during this era. Uh, they were hot potatoing around, so I I don't know what they were trying to do here with with the belts. I don't because by this point the pistols had lost it to them. So did they? switch them somewhere else and didn't want to stick with that switch that they did. So they put this match on TV so that Taylor and Valentine could be champ. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good yeah. question, Crockett. Or they forgot the belts at the air. <laughs> they lost their luggage. Or who in the hell knows? WCW. Lord knows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Continue. Yeah, uh, JR says here that the pay per view providers will say it'd be, uh, they're saying it'd be the most watched pay per view in history. Oh, boy. And, and I, I actually went and looked it up. And it they got 160,000 buys, which was the most of the year until Halloween Havoc, which had 165. Well, it was in February. <laughs> yeah. It was the second, second most of the year. Jeez. No, no, no. No, but but you're saying second most of the year. This is with us. A calendar this is with us. year? Or with yeah, this is with us knowing what they're going to do for the rest of the year. Are you saying... Oh. Yeah, you're not saying second most of the year as it's as of the moment because this no, is the no, only no, one no, we've no, had yeah. this year. It ends yeah, up being yeah. the, the second biggest show of the year. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I per- hey, look, I say this all the time. JR's job is to sell this bullshit that we love watching. So, I mean, he's just he's just doing what he needs to do. Yeah. Now, second highest of the year, it's not like they were running 12 pay-per-views a year back then either. Yeah. No, it's Ooh. like, yeah, four or five. Or- yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, four or five pay-per-views. So, you know, number two just means... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean a whole lot. I should say it like that. Um, I should have. I should have. If I'd have known you to, were looking it up, I'd have asked you to look up what this one did by comparison of Starcade '91. Because that oh, was I could, so I could stupid. Find out. Um, Crockett. <clears throat> Good. You know, why you got to be an asshole, Hopper? Take up, up, take up more time, Crockett. Don't worry about your damn kids. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have anything else to do. <laughs> That's pretty much true. Starcade ninety one did one fifty five. So this did, this did more than the, their their basically their Super Bowl event. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. I think they're trying to position the Super Brawl as like their WrestleMania. I I got that impression even back in the day when I was watch when I when it was happening that it was they were trying to position this as WrestleMania. See, I never felt like that only because there Starcade was always a part of everything I ever watched. Yeah, I mean Starcade to me was always, you know, that was their WrestleMania to me. Yeah, that was I mean, some people also might argue, well, what about the Great American Bash? But like no. the only reason the no, only reason Starcade. I say Yeah, the only reason I say Starcade is because Starcade is the oldest one. Now and that was that was their big event of the year in that basically end of the year every year. Now, later on, it did feel like Halloween Havoc was the biggest one into the 90s. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was yeah. going to say that. And it, I, I think it depends. That's why I said some people might say the Great American Bash because depending on when you became a fan, like if you're a fan in 90 and one of the first, you know, you see Great American Bash 90, um, you know, when Sting wins a title, you might be like, wait, this is the one. So I, I think it's all on perspective. That's why, for, but for me, I still feel like a Starcade. Well, they threw it all away, though, with Battle Bowl. This past oh, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to argue that either. That, that I, What they did to Starcade with Battle Bowl is pathetic. And it seems like they gave up on it. I mean, why <sighs> so else would bad. you throw that on their supposed biggest show of the year? It's so bad. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, what other anything else, Crockett, from from this as uh, they're doing battle for these titles? Yeah, I got one timestamp here at thirty-seven twenty-five. Oh, oh I think we were just right on it. it. Yeah. When Big Josh um, decides when to he, the log thing. No, we they they're in the back. They're back in the side headlock, and basically, um, they don't realize that a pin is being counted. I think the next one here. They're they're they're, they're talking c- coming up here. Right, they're talking. And they don't. Oh. <laughs> He's counting. Count. Big Josh. You can Big see Josh them. Got, you, can, you can see them talking, and 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 like they they just don't. They're not paying attention to the ref counting. The ref just stops his count. Yeah, Big Josh got pinned twice. They <laughs> <laughs> even count it. Uh, that's called expert analysis right there, Crockett. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. So anybody who uh, doesn't like it. That. Oh, man. All right, man. We'll, con- we'll continue. So working towards the finish now, um, we get a hot tag. Basically, Ron Simmons makes a hot tag to Big Josh. Josh comes in cleaning house. All four guys are going at it. Josh goes to the top rope, hits the bombs away, or as they called it back then... Jesus Christ. Northern, Northern exposure. exposure. Yeah. Remember that show? I never watched it, but I do remember it. So Josh hits that bombs away, a.k.a. the Northern Exposure. Valentine is pinned. He's down for the count. But the ref is distracted trying to get Simmons out of the ring. And Taylor hits Josh in the back of the head with a flying forearm. And Josh is out cold. Valentine then pins Josh. And Valentine and Taylor are the new U.S. Tag Team Champions. So there you have it. We got new belts or new champions. Without uh, belts. Yeah, belts, titles, whatever. Uh, But here's the finishes we're watching. What did you think about the finish, Crockett? I thought it was uh, pretty well done. Yeah, like you got Simmons is in the ring. The ref's trying to to get him away. Simmons and Taylor are going at it and – yeah, Josh is just there, just prone. Boom. Sends the gets out. Turns around. New, one, two, three, new champs without belts. Two, three. All done. And uh, that's how this episode ends. <laughs> before we, before we go to the pay per view, like I said. No, Okay, so what are you guys picking? No, I'm not rating. I'm not rating this. <laughs> Doc made a rule. Doc made a rule years ago. We don't rate recap shows. Yeah, because basically you're just rating a match. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're just rating yeah. a match. It's 
it's pitiful. Um, this this kind of shows you where the U.S. T- tag team titles stand, though. It happens on a recap show going into pay-per-view where no one's going to remember it Like by the time the pay-per-view starts. Pretty much. <laughs> but they've kind of, they've, they've potated that belt, those belts around. Like, it's like, you know, d- the Pistols had them in TV time for a week. And then they show up the next week without them. And we're not told, oh, well, the belts changed a few weeks before that. It was all messed up the way they did those titles. I don't know. Yeah, it does show you where it's at. Um, all right, well, <laughs> that, like I said, probably makes this the quickest episode we've ever done on BTT. So, uh, But if you are a patron, you will get Super Brawl 2, which we are about to record right now. Uh, before I get out of here, got to thank Crockett once again for his service. To the cause for being on PTT again. I think, uh, what is this, four in a row now, Crockett? Is this the fourth week in a row you've been here? That was a bit longer so. than that, huh? I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I think it's been four. Yeah. How's Doc doing? Living the dream in this Texas heat, man. I don't know how you're oh, doing it, dude. Bro. It's been like record heat here, man. Jesus Christ, dude. He's been complaining about it all the time. Like 105, 106, 107. It's a- for the first time in history, New Orleans was over a hundred degrees three days in a row. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Beat the shit. Is yeah, it, so he's hanging in there. Is it uh, hot up there by you, Crockett? Like stupid hot? No, it's been uh, it's been all right. It's been I mean, like it's been eighties. Jesus. Nice. Yeah. It's a cold it's like front. Halloween. <laughs> pretty comfortable it's comfortable yeah. man that's a cold front uh, well I know our people are tired of weather talk but I know what they're not tired of they're not tired of getting a video of hard body hopper uh, giving them a shout out you know life advice relationship advice all that good stuff hopper is still cutting those videos all you got to do is email him to chris harper 16 wildcat with a k at gmail.com that's chris harper 16 wildcat with a k at gmail.com and then paypal him 20 bucks to cc 303-88cc at yahoo.com now when you email him make sure you tell him what you want in your video make sure you're very descriptive make sure if you're wanting to cut a promo on somebody you tell him exactly what you want all that good stuff and hopper will do your very own video shout out life life and relationship advice if you want him to cut a promo on somebody you hate he'll do that too so he does it all just got to tell him what you want and on that note I don't think we got anything else. We're going to go do the pay-per-view. I may put a little pay-per-view preview on the end of this episode to make it last a little longer. We'll have to see how that goes. Other than that, uh, Hopper, why don't you hit the tagline for us and get us out of here. Book it, biatch. <laughs> <laughs>